This is Emily and Claire. We are now in our book two top four. And a little bit um, regretting some choices that were made. Yeah, honestly kind of embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We watched Avatar Day and The Drill. And you know what? I still found both of them very enjoyable. Didn't make me want to rip my hair out, so that's great. Yeah, except... Because a lot of book two does make me want to rip my hair out. Yeah, you know what? That's valid. Um, The only thing is that I watched this on Netflix, and it took me so long to find the drill because I was looking for the drill. For some reason, the drill and the Serpent's Pass are grouped together in an episode called The Secret of the Fire Nation, which, what the heck... Yeah, and I am not proficient at all at using our TV remote, so I had to, like, it took me so long to locate the point. Oh my. Anyway, so um, in our ranking, we have Avatar Day as number four and The Drill as number three. So I will go ahead and read the synopsis. I'm glad at least that The Drill is above um, Avatar Day. Yeah, That's we relieving. first put Avatar Day above the drill, but then we switched it because we thought about it for, like, a second. <laughs> okay, so episode five of book two, the Avatar Day, or Avatar Day. Aang must clear up a wave of anti-Avatar sentiment and atone for something he did in the past. Yep. Avatar Kyoshi just really killed that guy. Honestly, if the entire episode were as good as the part when Kyoshi appears... That episode would be boss. What? You only think the good part is when Avatar Kyoshi appears? And it's pretty good at the end when he, like, fights the rough rhinos. And then, like, it's fun when Sokka and Katara are, like, doing the investigation. But, like, the episode starts off so boring. What? Like, oh. You didn't like the jokes? I don't know, like... Okay, actually, though, I will say that the jokes were funny. Like, the comedy of this episode and, like, the timing and the way they, like, planted little seeds and then came back to them... It was quite well done. Yeah, I thought that the beginning, opinion. even though, like, there wasn't much, you know? Like, oh, I totally forgot that this is the episode with the rough rhinos. So when they were, like, camping, mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? I thought they were, like, at the town, you know? And then I was like, mm-hmm. oh, right, boomerang and, like, all that stuff. Which, honestly, mm-hmm. that's one of the most iconic, like, openers to an episode where it's like, my boomerang. And it's like, we don't have time. It's so funny. Mm. I thought you were going to say when there's, like, the spider in his mouth and Momo puts his Okay, hand that's in. also very funny. I laughed out loud when both of those scenes happened. <laughs> Mo- having Momo's hand in my mouth is my personal nightmare. I just cannot fathom. It's disgusting. Like, it's, like, the same... Not Momo. It's the same energy as when your dog, like, accidentally licks, like, the inside of your mouth. And then you're just <laughs> like, no, that's not where that's supposed to go. <laughs> That's super funny. I'm saying this because this happened to me recently and I got so disappointed in myself. (laughs) In yourself? No, don't blame yourself. No, because I didn't want to get mad at my dog. So I was just like, I guess I'll just just forget about this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Yeah, that is an iconic episode opener, though, when he goes, what, so this, this, and that, and that, and Katara just goes, that's correct. That's correct. <laughs> it's fucking ice cold. Yeah. Um, I also really like when they go to buy supplies, and they're like, that guy's like, ooh, Water Tribe money. I don't know why. I just thought it was mm-hmm. so good. And then when he's like, here's your um, supplies, ponytail guy, and Sokka's like, I used to be boomerang guy. <laughs> boomerang guy. The animation in this episode, like, the drawing and stuff was a little bit wacky. Like, it was very kind of, like, more choppy, and then the expressions themselves were more extreme, kind of. But there's, like, a part, like, um, when Katara's like, oh, I hope the Water Tribe money is okay, and then, like, Aang and Sokka in the background, mm-hmm. Sokka's, like, slumped over the box, <laughs> and then he turns around, and he has, like, the white, like, wide tears, like, ooh, like, down his face, and it's really cute. Yeah, so, like, this animation is the one where I'm always, like... Is it just me, or do they look more Asian? Like, it looks very anime-esque, mm. you know? Um, I think this is the same style as, like, the Bato of the Water Tribe episode. I may just be, like, talking out of my ass, but I don't know. It just gives me same vibes. I can't remember if the Bato of the Water Tribe one was the one where they had, like, weirdly big eyes, though. ITK, but, um... Because this one, their faces were more kind of, like, angular, and, like, their eyes were, like, more sharp-looking. This also reminded me, you know when, like, the rough rhinos appear in the opening? Mm-hmm. So, I I was like, oh, yeah, so this is the guy, like, or, okay, so one of the rough rhinos guys, he has, like, the bow and arrow, right? Isn't that the same mm-hmm. as the archer? I was thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe, I brought yeah. it up in the Blue Spirit episode, because I was like, I'm pretty sure, and I watched it, and I was yeah. like, yeah! I was thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, but then, like, the arrows that he fires, like, when they're in the town, too, he, like, has, like, five flaming arrows on his bow, and then they just, like, blah, 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 into, like, the roofs, and I'm like, oh, is this why you're in the rough rhinos and not with the other archers? They're like, man, you're not good enough. (laughs) But he's like, I'm gonna keep my uniform. Yeah, he, like, also wears the face paint that they wear. Like, that's what I recognize. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, so he totally is one of the archers, which I'm like... Yeah, Whoa, I think you're what's right. his backstory? Why is he in the rough rhinos? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, imagine getting a spinoff about the rough rhinos. I would just lie there and not move. Yeah, like, I but can't. If I don't care. The rough, if we got, like, okay, instead of this stupid live-action Netflix TV show that they're doing, if they started doing more Avatar mm-hmm. content and they did, like, a spinoff of Jet and, like, his whole yeah. arc is against the rough rhinos... I don't know, man. I would watch that. Cool. (laughs) Oh, yeah, so Avatar Day. (laughs) Yeah. I think a lot of the humor in Avatar Day is just, like, a great kind of, like... Like, the jokes are very, like, bookend format, you know? They, like, set it up, and then later they deliver. And sometimes it's, like, set it up, deliver. And sometimes they're, like, set it up... Deliver. You know, like the, ooh, Water Tribe money thing. Like, comes up, like, ten minutes later when he's like, how was I supposed to know they wouldn't take Water Tribe money? And there's a lot of, like, little punches just like, ooh, like, I love their deep-fried festival food. And then it's, like, boiled in oil. And then it's, like, the day that the Avatar was not boiled in oil, you know? Like, there's just a lot of jokes like that that I think are set up well, delivered well. It's clean. It's punchy. It's fun. (laughs) It's on point. Yeah, man. I totally agree. I also think some of it has to do with, like the voice actor of the guy who's like the leader of the village you know it's the man yeah he it's the same voice actor as like the dad in kung fu panda and like he's also in yeah and yeah i was gonna say that too yeah (laughs) i feel like he's always in some asian like related 
thing, you know? Yeah. Which, I like him. I think he's very funny. His role in Mulan is the same as his role as the mayor. He's just a little bit snotty. Yeah. A little bit snotty man. And he's actually, like, in power in this episode. Whereas in Mulan, he's just, Yeah, but then, like, like, weak. I don't even know what you call that position in Mulan. Executive assistant. Something like that. (laughs) Um, But I think he was really funny in this episode. Especially, like, when it's him versus Aang. Like, I don't know. I thought I would get annoyed when I first started watching it. Because, like, Mm -hmm. honestly, besides him, the rest of the people in the town are, like, a little bit annoying. How they're, Mm -hmm. like, Mm anti-Avatar. But, like, it was a great time. I thought, like, the one joke that didn't land for me in this episode was one of his, where he's like, that's why it's called Justice, because it's just us. I was like, that doesn't really make sense. But then right after it, he, like, turns away, and his head does such a funny thing. And it's just, like, so funny. And I remember once watching, um, I think it's actually in a CinemaSins video about Ratatouille, when he talks Mm -hmm. about Linguini's, like, physical comedy like the way that Linguini's body moves around in itself is super funny and I thought like the way that the mayor's head just kind of like flips away it goes like 90 degrees as he (laughs) moves out of frame it was so funny where I was like whatever the justice joke is stupid but whatever it's wild that you bring up CinemaSins because like I know so many people who like hate CinemaSins and they're like this guy doesn't even give real critiques he's just Uh. being like a smart ass and stuff yeah, like that. He's just trolling around. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, back to Avatar Day. Oh my god. It's kind of weird when they first bring in the floats. And it's like Avatar Roku and Avatar Kyoshi looking normal. And an Aang. Why are his eyes like... <laughs> and his teeth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is that what Aang looks like? <laughs> like the other ones were really detailed. I was like, ah, yes. And then Aang. And then he throws it through one of the eyes and I was like what the yeah and then another thing that the animators did or like whoever the directors I don't know the torch goes into like the giant Aang's eye and then Aang is like oof like the real Aang is like oof with like the same eye closed it's just like so witty and cute like witty Mm. yeah I think it's witty I think it's oh my god it's so stupid though because like literally the float and Aang are wearing the same clothes. Aang just has, like, the little (laughs) rice hat, you know? And then they're just like, hey, that guy's ruining Avatar Day. And then he takes off the hat, revealing the arrow, and they're like, the Avatar! And I was like, y'all are stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. (laughs) But it's kind of funny. Yeah. I think that's the trend for this episode. Kind of stupid, but kind of funny. I feel the same way about the prisoners and Aang in prison in general. Like, I love when he takes off the little, like, head and arms thing. He could just get out the whole time, you know? And then, like, he befriends the prisoners and turns out there's softies at heart. Like, it's a little tropey, but, like, it's cute. It's silly. It's funny. Whatevs. Why were so many of them bald? I don't know. But the guy was like, you're bald? You got some nice tattoos. And then he was on a leash. It was so scary. Why was he on a leash? I was a bit confused by that. Like, why do they still need to be... Because Aang's in that little medieval, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. then the guy's, like, on the chain. But they're, like, in prison. Like, why do they need to be further imprisoned in prison? I, I I don't know. I really like, though, when Sokka's like, come on, you can just break out with airbending slice. Yeah. 
like silly and cute and like this type of like animation that comes up in this video i think just did great with that part him just like teleporting around yeah except like uh the whole detective Sokka thing was like a little annoying yeah the only part that was like super annoying in this episode was like each time it would be like oh Katara's figuring out the clue and then Sokka mm-hmm. gets mad because he's like this is my job mm-hmm. and it's like I, I don't know I didn't laugh the first time and they did it like four more times after that and I was just like yeah. oh, is this a kid's show I will say I did laugh out loud when like no like he doesn't even say anything he just pushes her aside and she goes whoa that kind of <laughs> made me laugh out loud <laughs> And then it's weird that he wears that hat, mm-hmm. you know? I was mm-hmm. like, is that supposed to be a detective hat? Yeah, it's like a Korean it. king or like what Yeah, like I don't I don't understand what it was supposed to be. It's also weird that the guy on Kyoshi Island is just named Oyaji. Like <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah. They're like, Thanks, Oyaji. I'm like uh, his name is Oyaji? Like That's old guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dot 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 doesn't really make sense anyway we love this like pan asian fusion weird conglomerate culture yeah man i think that it's really cool um except uh, i was saying sarcasm because it's like just kind of everything but it's also cool i think it's like fine like honestly i don't really care that much the only thing i care about is like Like, people saying that Suki means moon in Japanese and, like, viewers trying to extract all this extra meaning. I'm like, no, no, just take it at surface value. Yeah. Or, I don't know, part of me is, like, oh, did they blend it to try to represent more things at once? Mm. Or is it just, like, out of convenience for the creators so they can be like, look, so much representation, but then not explicitly be like, this is, like, you know... Korean, mm. Japanese, blah, 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 blah. I see. I don't know. I don't really have strong thoughts. I think that it's cool. It's just that, like, when they do the casting for the show mm-hmm. that they're going to put on Netflix, I hope that it's not just, like, half-assed. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Agreed. Oh, you know what I hate a lot? I'm now remembering. Like, there's a lot of... uh movies that came out that were like adaptations of books and then there was this like one book called the sun is also a star i think Mm -hmm. i told you about it yeah you did and then there was like the parents are supposed to be immigrants and like they're very korean you know Mm -hmm. but the people they casted it was like the most white passing asian guy as the Mm -hmm. main character and then it was also like his parents like I don't know. They obviously weren't, like, Korean or fluent in Korean or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Because, like, when they would speak Korean, I was like, what the... Mm -hmm. What is this? You know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, back to Avatar Day. (laughs) Wait, what were we talking about? Oh, we were were talking about the guy who voiced, like, all the Asian things. That's another thing, you know? It's like an Avatar... Is he, like, one of the few Asians who got to voice an Asian character? Mm-hmm you know yeah i don't know i personally have like kind of an issue with people who are not of that race voicing those kind of characters which makes a lot of sense like uh, okay for avatar i don't think it's like that bad because it's not like 
I don't know, it's not like the characters are speaking an Asian language or, like, stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, it makes me think about how there's that whole thing about, like, internet blackface where people will often use, like, gifs of, like, black women making mm. reactions and stuff like that. And it's like, uh, what if, like, people who voice black characters try to sound more black? Like, you know, I feel like there's mm-hmm. so many issues that could have resulted from this, and it's like, why not just escape all of that you know yeah. and just cast someone of that yeah. race yeah i just agree i feel like if i start like contributing this conversation will just start like blossoming into just that conversation so i know i'm just gonna accept for now and mm-hmm. yeah I, I i agree there's lots to be said oh actually here's like a real thing i want to talk about okay mm-hmm. how do you feel about avatar kiyoshi Hmm. She seems cool. Like, I don't have so many strong opinions, you know? I'm not like, oh my god, she's, like, crazy and evil and aggressive. And I'm also not like, wow, she's awesome. She's a baddie. She's a badass. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. She seems cool. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't understand why people are like, wow, Avatar Kiyoshi. Like, <laughs> she's so awesome. Like, I think people are only saying that because in the comics or the books or whatever media it says where she's, like... I think she's... Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are only being like, oh yeah, she's bi. She's awesome. Well, I don't think that's the only reason, but oh, no. I do think it yeah. plays in. No, yeah. yeah, I think it plays into it. Whereas, like, I'm a firm believer in you don't necessarily have to read all of the things in the canon to have, like, an opinion, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, going based off of just the show, in my opinion... Avatar Kiyoshi is, like, in the rankings of the avatars. I think Avatar Yang Chen is, like, higher than Avatar Kiyoshi. What? But we know, like, one singular thing about Avatar Yang Chen. Yeah, but she was so <laughs> awesome when she was talking to Aang. Like, her speech deeply yeah. resonated in me with me. Whereas, mm. like, Avatar Kiyoshi being, like, you have to kill Fire Lord Ozai. I was mm-hmm. like, what the? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay, I think, like... Um, there must be lots of people who haven't consumed anything beyond, like, the show and still love Avatar Kyoshi. And I think it's mm-hmm. just, like, pretty easy to look at, like, a badass woman and be like, that is just awesome. You know, like, she just, like, held her own and she was a, like, powerhouse. She was a force. Like, that's awesome. Which I can totally understand. It just doesn't do, like, as much for me. I just think she's, like, pretty cool. I do mm-hmm. think her whole thing where, like, Aang is like, ah, I knew I shouldn't have asked Kyoshi. Or, like, she comes in now and she's like... I killed him, like, blah, blah, blah. I think it's pretty funny, her, like, role in the Avatar universe. (laughs) Yeah, she is very intimidating. Like, when she takes control of Aang's body and she, like, appears, and her voice is so intimidating, Mm -hmm. I was like, dang, she really is a baddie. But, like, I don't know. I just don't really understand the hype, especially because I think, for me, she reminds me a lot of, like, the things that I don't like about Korra. Mm. And I don't know. Having watched Korra, it's like, even though the show is about her, it's like the same with Avatar. It's like, I don't really care for both Aang and Korra in comparison to, like, the other characters, you know? Mm. So, for me, I'm just like, uh, you know, she's there. (laughs) She being both Korra and Kiyoshi. That's super interesting that you, like, compare her to Korra in your reasons for, like, why you don't understand the hype. That's, like, so interesting to me. I feel like they're very similar, you know 
I don't know though, because I think Kiyoshi is super like level headed, but just severe. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, I think Cora's whole thing is that she's more kind of like firecrackery, you know? Like, she's pretty impulsive and just kind of like acts on instinct and like lashes out sometimes. Whereas, like, Kiyoshi, I feel like she means every single time she's like going wild. But Kiyoshi means every single strike, you know? Or, like, the thing that Kiyoshi says where she's like, what does she say? She's like, oh, only justice will bring peace. Mm. Is that what she says? But, oh um,. It's something like that, right? I think that is very in tune with what Korra believes, mm. which is why she's always trying... Like, she has, like, this hero complex, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of where they're similar. I see. Um, they give off different vibes, but, like, the ideology, I think, is mm-hmm. what is reminding point. me. Yeah. I see the connection now. Like, maybe if... Kor- like, maybe later Korra will be a similar avatar to Kiyoshi. Yeah, except we'll never get to see her talk to Kiyoshi because that line has been severed. No. Okay, I was literally talking about Korra today with people and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Things that objectively happen in Korra, they are canon. I'm still just kind of like, mm, eh. Not true. I'll Fake just like news. pick and choose what I want to like believe from Korra because I just That is can't. literally me. In my opinion, season two is just not canon. <laughs> All of that, I'm just like, mm, I think a that's fanfic? a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, but I don't really have much to say about Avatar Day. I think, like, the main things to take away is that, like, the comedy, it's amazing. It's mm-hmm. so good. I feel like this is a very funny episode. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, gross, the ending where he's, like, eating the uncooked dough. <laughs> it's cute it's like i know in my brain that it's raw dough but i want to eat it so bad (laughs) like i just want to eat like it looks like such a yummy noodle when it's like it looks kind of like mochi yeah like when you bite into mochi and you pull it away and it's like a long string yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah. it looks oh i want to eat it so bad (laughs) and when they're all in the bowl like just little ang just like plop 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 they look so cute like it feels like such it would be such a yummy texture yeah I agree I kept thinking about like I was looking at the the wheel the uh wheel of punishment and some Mm -hmm. of the drawings on there were like really funny right like the little shark like eating a man or like a guy (laughs) falling into a pit of spikes but Mm -hmm. like if he had landed on like like people were like eaten by bears like if he had landed on eaten by bears like what he just dies and they wait for the next avatar like what is this yeah man I so stupid (laughs) I think it's so funny that all of these gruesome punishments and then they're like, community service, please. <laughs> so funny. And then it's yeah. boiled in oil. Yeah. And that one guy has such a deep voice. He's like, yeah. looks like it's boiled in oil. <laughs> That's a great impression. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I love the Kiyoshi sequence. I think it's great. Like the shadow like the washing clouds. over the peninsula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The shadow it's washing over the spooky. peninsula is very ominous and stuff and the way it gets sucked back in. But I also just love the story itself. Like Chin the Conqueror. Like the way she comes right in and saying, I killed Chin the Conqueror. It's like, ooh, important detail. You know, and then watching her do her Avatar State stuff. And then the way he like falls off the cliff, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like so great. 
And then you learn about the founding of Kiyoshi Island. Okay, here's my question, though. The mm-hmm. first time they went to Kiyoshi Island, they were very close to the South Pole, right? They Don't just. Remember. Oh, it's like one of the first episodes of book one. They're super close to the South Pole. But this is at the beginning of book two, right? So they just left the North Pole on their way to Ba Sing Se. How did they get to Kyoshi Island so quickly? Where are they? You know, I saw this episode, not episode, why did I say episode? I saw this map that someone posted where they, like, tracked the treks. Uh, yeah. And then so, in, like, uh, book one, it's very, like, one uh, place the bottom to, to another, the top. straight yeah. line, you know? And then, like, in book two, it's, like, really interesting because it's, like, North Pole, like, to uh omashu and then like Mm -hmm. all these you know and then in book three obviously it's like all over the place Mm -hmm. um so like i i'm trying to remember the details of the map but i don't think that it was like like as far apart as we think it was Mm. but also it could just be like well I know that in book one we said it was that, but actually it's going to be this because convenience. Yep. You know, something that was super weird in this episode, like when the Rough Riders are taking over the town and the gang is like fighting them, Katara has a very strange sequence with someone. Like she like pick gets some water out of her pouch and it's like in a stream kind of in front of her and then it freezes in front of her. The guy's thing bounces off of it, and then she, like, unfreezes and then uses it to, like, whip the rhino so the rhino runs away. Mm-hmm. But, like, the whipping part makes sense, whatever. But the the way that she pulls it out and it just, like, freezes in front of her in a blob and then she unfreezes it, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Like, I don't really know about that sequence. It was really strange. You know, maybe she learned it from her waterbending scroll. <laughs> maybe she learned it from Paku. Who knows? Why does she need the waterbending scroll if she's After already become- Paku. Yeah. What? Yeah, right? Yeah. Dude, Katara Dude. didn't need her waterbending scroll. She just wanted to be a bitch to Sokka. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, Hello. Sokka throwing his, like, bubble pipe thing onto the arrow was, like, really weird, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, whatever. It was cute when he got his boomerang back. That was super cute. He was like, boomerang, you too. He's coming back. Great bookend joke. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was boss when Aang was like, First of all, this is him just being a troll, but him being like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I would love to help, but... And then the guy's like, no, just help us! And he goes, He's like, community smirk. service, there! Yeah. And Aang goes, smirk. And then he jumps out of all of his clothes, but he's wearing the makeup. That's like, it starts getting so like, boss, 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 right there. I quite liked it. I think that... I don't know, man. I feel like every single time they go up against the rough rhinos, the rhinos just look so weak. Like, you know? Cause <laughs> the rough rhinos get beat up so much. Yeah. There's this time when they get beat up, and when they go up against Iroh, they get uh-huh. totally beat up. And it's yep. like, bro, when it's revealed that the rough rhinos like, killed Jet's parents and his entire village, I'm mm. like... Okay, but also they're very weak. (laughs) No, but also, like, saying that they're weak because they lost to, like, Iroh and then, like, the gang. Like, isn't that too exceptional? Yeah, I guess. I wonder if Jet had had, like, a showdown with the rhinos. It would have been like, wow, they were so easy to beat, you know? (laughs) Wow. 
that would be like some intense stuff to work through like he beats them really easily after they like take away everything from him yeah what the <laughs> spin-off i smell a spin-off okay do you want to move on to the drill yeah okay Aang escorts some refugees to Ba Sing Se through the deadly serpent's pass only to discover a plot by the Fire Nation that threatens the city. See, oh, so that's just general. for the combined one? It does, doesn't yep. even mention the drill? Yep. Also, I'm sorry, I just need to address something. When you say serpent, why does it sound to me like you're saying it with an F? Like always, serpent? every single time you say it. Serpent's pass? Is that not how you say serpent? Serpent? Yeah. I say serpent. 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 Like, serpent. <laughs> I have to look it up on Google to see how Google pronounces it. What do you mean? They pronounce it with a P because there's a P. Why do you say it with an F? Oh. What I is thought Google it was spelled with an... I thought it was spelled with a PH for some reason. Oh! <laughs> I'm shocked. What no. The? Is this like some sort of Mandela effect? No, this is just being <laughs> stupid. What? What? Serpent. That feels weird. Okay, serpent. we'll just keep saying serpent. Live your life, man. I'm so shocked my entire foundation has crumbled. <laughs> Where do I go from here? Anyway. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know. The drill is like... Oh, now I feel so shaky in our best list because well, I don't I think know the if drill I... is just an all-around solid episode. Like there's just nothing I that I can find wrong with it. It's a very mid-tier episode. Wow. Like it's fun, but like it's like a drill. This is just like... us being salty at book two when we made this ranking. Yeah, I don't know. You know what it is? It's like one of those things where. From the get-go, I know the drill is not going to breach, like, the city. Like, even when you first watch it. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way it's going to go down this easy, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, I know that the drill is going to be taken down. And the fact that it takes them so long to, like... Because remember the first plan is them slicing through that mm-hmm. one beam? Mm-hmm. I feel like it takes an eternity, and they're like, oh no, it doesn't work, and then it's like, what do we do now? And then it's like, ah, and yeah, it's fair just enough. a lot. I guess, like, I think that the drill itself isn't scary enough. It doesn't feel like a very pressing issue, because you see the wall, and then you, like, see the drill, and it, I, it's just, like, really unclear what the plan is. Like, especially knowing what we know, which is that Ba Sing Se has a bunch of different walls inside the big wall. Like, this one small hole in the wall. Like, once they make the hole, do they have to back the drill back out so that people can walk through it? Like, it it's, it knocked out two houses. Like, it, it doesn't seem like they're going to set off a ring of explosions that's going to take out the whole wall or anything. Like, it's just not so threatening. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... Once they breach the wall, do they have any soldiers that they can, like, deploy and, like... Like, maybe in those tanks? And then it's, like, when the drill gets captured, or not captured, but, like, you know how it gets stopped? Like, do they... Are they just, like, okay, time to flee? Like, 
and then do the rest of them just get arrested like ah! and i can't not think about how the drill is just like slowly approaching the wall and then i guess they're like waiting for it like the earthbenders on the wall are like waiting for it to like come closer to start attacking or something but like did they drive the drill all the way from the fire nation like what does it mean it's too weird Wait, isn't that what they were constructing? Actually, that makes no sense. Because, like, you know when um, they're doing the serpent's pass, and then, (laughs) and, like, um, Suki's like, oh, yeah, that's, like, the Fire Nation super secret thing that they're doing over there. Like, they don't want anyone to know. Like, is that what the drill was? Wow. I've never made that connection in my life. I made that connection because I watched both episodes because i was like, might as <laughs> you well just didn't want to find the starting point That's yeah i was funny. like i'll just watch it <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah great point so i guess they just built it right there and then they're like all right it's finished time to drive it toward the wall yeah man <laughs> and oh, princess azula thing? is just inside it like okay yeah when you were saying like oh it's not scary enough i was like so true like when they show the drill i'm like Bro, this is, like, the same threat level as Dr. Doofenshmirtz's, like, invaders. <laughs> like, it's so just... I'm like, okay, the there Trillinator, 3,000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although, I will say, it doesn't look that menacing compared to the wall, but there is a really nice shot where, like, the tanks come in first, and you're like, ooh, tanks. And then the drill is huge! And then I'm like, dang, I guess that gives us some scale. But then it zooms out and shows the drill next to the wall. And I'm like, wow, this looks stupid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) More scale. I think it's so annoying how, like, the general, you know, he's like, we don't need your help. And then he's like, actually, we really do need your help. And then when later when Aang is like, general, tell your men to stop throwing the rocks. He's like, men, whatever you do, do not stop throwing rocks. And I was like, you're just useless, aren't you? Yeah. It's also like, haha, I get it. It's funny. Like, he's doing the exact opposite. But like, think about what he's doing. Like, he's the general, right? And like, they're just throwing boulders at it. And it's obviously not working. And he's like, just keep doing it. So stupid. Incompetence. (sighs) Yeah. Every general they meet is just, oh my god. Yeah, truly. Like, okay, also, there's, like, how many generals, right? Because later, when they do, like, the coup, and they arrest, or not arrest, they, like, take in all, like, the generals, you know? Mm-hmm. There's, like, so many of them. And mm. so is it, why was it just, like, one guy, you know? When this is, like, a direct yeah, Wouldn't threat. that just be, like, his region? Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I guess know. the Earth Kingdom also saw the drill and was like, nah, like, that's just okay. Because, <laughs> like, um, there's so many generals, I feel like, that were they just looking at that drill and they were like, well, that's his problem to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> like, my part of the wall is from here to here, so he yeah. can just take care of that. It's like, ugh. God, do your job, man. <laughs> you know? I'm thinking about the War Master or whatever he is inside the drill who was like, once we make this hole, our troops can storm the city. Like, what troops? Like, and how I many? Don't... Like, they're just going to run in and be like, oh my God, I'm tired. The city's so fucking giant. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a weird plan. But also, besides that all man... that. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, that man, 
does he makes like another appearance right like where oh mm-hmm. it's like the inventor like because like the air balloon oh. he's like this is gonna bring victory wow. or something yeah Took i would not have realized nice. i realized mid-sentence <laughs> cool <laughs> <laughs> just like flexing <laughs> um besides all that though I think, like, the sequences just between, like, Azula's team and Aang's team are, like, really fun. Like, it's so annoying how Tylee's like, I'm gonna go after them into the slurry, and then, like, Katara just like, easily blocks it. Oh, I see. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say it's annoying how May is like, Azula can shoot all the lightning she wants at me. Like, I'm not going in that wall sludge juice. Ugh. I just like, take okay. May and I put her existence in the back of my mind so I don't and get don't angry look at every it. time. Yeah, she comes on screen. When she opens that stupid little door at the end, she's like, we lost. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I do not think about it. I do not get angry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, like Toph is pretty funny when they're like coming into the drill, you know? She's like, oh no, what a nightmare. She's like, Very funny. funny very funny Mm -hmm. and then Toph is like I'm not going in that metal monster I can't earthbend in there and I'm like damn if this is like a month out Toph would just hop right in and go bang 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 no more drill (laughs) do you think she could have just stopped it herself she would have been like poop poop crack and And she just grabs it and the whole drill just collapses yeah like honestly she really could have effed some effed some s up in there what the okay (laughs) (laughs) self-censor yeah oh my god not to bring up Korra again but like Mm. that's like so annoying I mean I get that's how inventions work you know like a problem and like you you invent more things Mm. but like the whole thing about platinum where it's like there's so little earth particles that Mm. no one can metal bend this not even your mother Toph Beifong so annoying to me I'm like okay cool more they were like wait it's too powerful we have to add some limitations yeah, like, I yeah. guess it makes sense, but also, I don't like it. Yeah, what, like, there's so much earth in regular metal, but just not in platinum, like, okay. Yeah, it's so stupid. And then it's like, he's like, well, obviously, all of our stuff is now made of platinum, ha ha ha. And I'm like, I hate this so much. Yeah, it's stupid. That's like how in Pretty Little Liars, every season they're like, we're going to show you who A is. And then they uncover a person and they're like, no, it's bigger than you think. And then there's like a next level of person they have to uncover. Yeah, I never watched Pretty Little Liars or Gossip Girl. But like, it, because like, okay, even though I never watched them, I know who A and Gossip Girl is, are, you know? And Mm -hmm. then it's so stupid because the idea, I guess, I have is that like, the show people had so much fun having this like mysterious figure that by the time it, they really had to unveil who it was they were like crap who do no. we do uh. and then you know and then they just chose the person you would least expect but then like in retrospect you look at it and you're like this makes no sense like, <laughs> why would it ever be this person yeah i liked the part when they were in Av- in avatar i liked the part <laughs> when they were in the drill like 
doing the beam thing. Like, first of all, it was really annoying when they were like, we did it. Like, it rumbles a little bit. And they're like, oh, okay, it actually did work. Awesome. Let's get out of here. And I was like, oh, you're stupid. You're stupid. Um, but I like the part where Aang is like, oh, this is what Toph has been teaching me. I can apply it to the situation in this way. I'm like, yeah, great. Awesome. Like, I love this plot point and this sort of development. But then, like, okay, I don't know. Because once he has that realization, what, they cut through, like, seven-eighths of each beam now? Like, they cut through so much. And they're like, great, next one. And they have so much energy. But the first beam that they cut up, like, halfway through, they were like, <sighs> sweating, sweating. Yeah. I was like, okay, if you say so, cool. I don't know. I don't really... Uh, like, that whole beam thing, I felt was so slow and, like... Yeah. Like, I feel like most of the solutions are often really flashy, but, like, mm-hmm. in this one, it was just, like, cut through seven-eighths of each beam, beep, boop, you know? And then, yeah. it's, like, the funny parts were when Sokka was, like come on, gang, we can do it. And Katara's like, who's this we you're talking about? Yeah. And then later he's like, just bend the slurry, woman. And then she, like, water bends him. Yeah. Like, I thought those were the redeeming aspects. Yeah. I like the way that, like, they, they ended up splitting up, but all contributed to, like, taking, like, down, quote-unquote, pressure points of the drill. And then when Aang delivers the final blow, it, like, just collapses because i was thinking about it i was like wait would this plan even work but then like with the pressure that katara built up with the slurry which like wasn't even part of their original plan but i feel like was very key to building up the pressure that made this believable for me because i was like i wonder if the creators like tried researching this and like figuring out if it would work i doubt it because hmm? it just seems like believable enough right Mm -hmm. but i think like um like, if they just cut the beams and then he did the thing with the rock on the top, like, I am not convinced that that would break the drill. Yeah. But then the way that, like, I don't know, Katara and Toph, like, plugging up the drill, like, so much, and because it's, like, Tylee's chasing them, you know, but then they, like, block it so much. Like, when Katara, first of all, is by herself and it's, like, plugged up, I'm like, damn! And then Toph comes and the slurry just disappears. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, you know what? I was actually thinking about this because Katara and Toph are both like super strong benders, supposedly, right? Yeah. So that's like whatever. If they can do like crazy shit, like whatever. But the guys pushing the trains, are there only two of them pushing the whole train? Because we see yeah. that like the bigger the rock is, the heavier it looks for the bender, right? <laughs> well, yeah. How can those two guys push the <laughs> whole train? True, and there's, like, people in the in train, it. so yeah. it must be even heavier. It's wild. Wow, so true. Oh, my gosh. But also, part of me is wondering if it's, like, built in a way where gravity also helps. Because, you know, with the um, the system in Omashu, where it's, like, yeah. mainly gravity, it seems like. But does it look like it's mainly gravity, though? No. <laughs> Okay, I, I'll, I'll give it a pass this time. Yeah. I'll be yeah. lenient. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, get the buffest earthbenders in the world to push, like, giant trains full of people around. Yeah. Uh, but every time I see an earthbender with no shoes just walking on the ground, I'm like, what if it's, like, a pebble and it just, like, hits <laughs> the, the pressure point well, of your foot? You probably get calloused, like. Yeah, but, like, bro, it still hurts. When you're first walking on the ground, you know? Okay, but it's because our feet aren't calloused. 
Like if you're have always you ever walking walked... around with no shoes. If you're always walking around with no shoes. Yeah. But like, you know when you walk and like a rock like cuts your foot, that mm-hmm. really hurts. Yeah. Anyway. I just okay. I think that the like fight between Aang and Azula is very like fun too. It's like kinda troll. Yeah. Like <laughs> when they like bonk and then like slide down, they're both like slipping around. <laughs> it's like actually funny. <laughs> That's why it's like not intimidating this episode. Like I'm just like okay. Yeah. This is just like a fight where obviously Aang is gonna win. Yeah. But Azula's still kinda scary. Oh my god, like when she has him pinned up against the wall and she has like her blue like fire. Blurry coming I was into like, focus. Is she gonna kill Aang? <laughs> it's crazy though, she's like ba ba ba, but as soon as he passes out, she's like, ooh, let me slowly walk up to him. <laughs> like, okay. That's like classic bad guy move where they're yeah. just like, Okay, now I have you in my clutches. Let me monologue. <laughs> like Yeah. But yeah, he like does the thing. He like runs up the wall and then runs down. It's like awesome. He does a lot of like cool earth bending, which I think it's so satisfying to watch Aang earth bend. He does mm-hmm. like the arm thing. When he does the thing around the rock, I love when he changes the boulder into that like, I don't even know what to call it. Spike. <laughs> <laughs> the Like the first slice he does, it's like normal, right? The second slice he does, he ends up facing away from the boulder. But just, like, his position and just, like, the way that, I don't know, like, his form or something, it makes sense with the way the boulder slices, and it just looks awesome to me. Mm. Yeah. Oh, but I must say, whenever he does his, like, armor out of earth, or, like, Mm -hmm. the hand thing, you know, Mm -hmm. it always reminds me of Fantastic Four, like, the (laughs) one guy who's made out of rock. The thing. Like, yeah, it just looks like his body, and I'm just like, oh my god, I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Like, the part when there's, like, a shot of him being, like, da, like, with his arms, and then, like, the, that rock arm is really prominent, I hate that shot. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't like it. Why? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Like, that's another thing. If I got punched with, like, a rock fist, I think my jaw would just shatter. Or, like, Yeah, what's you know? up with Azula kicking the boulders away? Yeah, like, I would just break my foot instantly. <laughs> <laughs> but also, okay, the stuff that she wears, that's, like, armor, right? It's not just her royal garb, you know? I guess it's armor. It's and we see her confusing. shoes, like, sparking against the side of the drill, so I guess there's, like... You know, there's, like, steel-toed boots in this world or whatever, so, like, maybe it's like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Makes me wonder, like... What? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> no, because I, I was, like, thinking, um, you know in Sosin's Comet when, like, suddenly he just starts stripping? Like, <laughs> was he stripping off armor? Like... Oh, because he's really just stupid. Make... <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Because, like, I feel like Zuko also always wore, like, the armor, uh-huh. you know? More reasons why Ozai sucks and is not worth my time. <laughs> yeah, he's a dumbass. Yeah, I hate that guy. Yeah. Alright, anyway, it just feels like I've made like a lot of kind of like little comments here and there, but I, nothing big to really say. Yeah, it was lots of quips, but I don't know. I don't have any really main critiques. That's that's why I kept saying that these are very, like, mid-tier episodes. Like, they're not terrible, but, like, 
in the best, I think it makes sense that we put them as, like, the bottom two because it feels like they would be closer to, like, the mid-tier stuff than, like, the worst stuff, if that makes sense. Like, it makes sense that they're, that they're sitting at the bottom of our top four? Yeah. Oh, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're, like, mid-tier, but, like, more towards, oh, I like this, than, mm-hmm. like, uh, not yeah. the best. I think, like, every single thing that happens, I'm just like, cool, 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 cool. Like, I'm not, like, neutral, and I'm not, like, oh, bleh. <laughs> yeah, even, like, the annoying parts of this episode, they weren't super like unbearable you know like i feel like the um the most annoying part was probably the first plan where they're slicing through the entire beam and it was only annoying because i was like i know this isn't gonna work yeah dude i keep thinking about how like toff standing outside the drill with like one rock and just like pushing against it is such a similar scene to her in the library like holding up the library and then like her being like I can't see with the sand and then her being like I can't see in the metal like it's just and then she gets super good at sand bending and also invents metal bending so freaking cool great job the library makes me so sad yeah it's like super that sad. episode <laughs> um I'm kind of glad that we got to skip over all, like, the really depressing episodes or, mm-hmm. like, the really boring episodes, a.k.a. everything in between, like, the beginning of book one and, like, the Earth but King, we watched like, City Bossing of Walls and Secrets and Tales of Bossing Say and Lake Laogai and the Earth King. Wait, okay, but Lake Laogai was pretty good, right? Yeah, actually, Lake Laogai was super good. Like, Jet 2.0 is just... Chef's kiss. Oh my god, I forgot about the B plot in in the drill, which is Jet and Zuko. It's when Iro fire bends his tea. Oh <laughs> wait, was that uh oh for some reason I thought that was in the Serpent's Pass. Serpent's Pass. No. Serpent's they are on the boat together in the Serpent's Pass. Mm-hmm. And then they appear in the drill. Like, Jet is like, yeah, you know what, that was, like, I want the only Lee to be on our team. That was the only interesting part of the B-plot. Like, when Zuko is like, uncle, I think we should go our separate ways. I was oh, like, yeah, oh, I forgot about God. that also. This thing again? <laughs> no, that's in Avatar Day. Oh, what the? Because that's I'm right before, like, the chase and, like... Oh, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. But, um, Wow, I yeah. completely forgot about that. Because <laughs> it was so boring. I was like, what It's the just Zuko being stupid. Like, if he's gonna freaking pretend like he's, like, happening upon food and resources, like, well, he can't be subtle about it at all. Like, okay. He gives Iroh, like, a gold Golden teapot. teapot. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, why would he... Because, uh, like, I-, I got so excited at first. I was like, oh, is this, like, the lightning bending episode? But then mm, it was... no the dumb part where it's like let's go our separate ways yeah and it's like the beginning of zuko alone yep which i don't like zuko alone me neither it's ugh. that's just like him still being annoying like i am the crown prince like blah 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 like 
Yeah, like, that part's so cringe. It just, like, feels, like, definitely an epiphany, but a very immature one when we see him coming to, like, some crazily mature epiphanies within the series, so, like, the immature ones kind of disinterest me. The best part about Zuko alone is the fact that the Earth Kingdom villagers reject him still. Like, even though Mm. he did all those things for them, they still reject him. That's the only part where I was like, I see why this gets the hype. Yeah. That is interesting. But enough about that episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jet and Zuko, kind of a cool partnership, but like nothing ever comes of it so i don't know how i feel about seeing this interaction yeah it's just fun seeing them on the boat during serpent's pass they just bro why the fuck did iroh firebend his tea i know he's so stupid like i love the watching the sequence when like jet pulls zuko aside and you just watch iroh in the background like (laughs) (laughs) and then he comes back with hot tea and the way that jet recognizes it immediately and just like knows like he must be a firebender like he's not like whoa wasn't his tea just cold like he just snaps to it uh jet 2.0 begins but yeah why the frick does iroh do that it just does i he's just being silly like what is that mm-hmm. i just i i don't like there's so many okay first of all like why did he have to be like more like coldest tea in the I know. kingdom and it's like <sighs> Like, why did he have to point out it was cold? Why did he have to firebend it? Like, So stupid. And then Iroh's like, what are you doing? Not Iroh. Zuko's like, what are you doing firebending your tea? And then he, like, slaps the cup. I know you're not supposed to cry over spilled tea, but it's just so sad. Like, okay, he's just being silly. (laughs) Iroh! Like, okay. Especially given where they are. They're literally surrounded by so many people. They're, yeah. It's like, why did he think he could just get away with it? I don't get it. Yeah. But then Maybe also, it makes sense that only Jet would see that. Because, like, honestly, I would just be like, so what? He probably, like, just got hotter tea, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. you know? Right. It's, like, yeah. so insane to be like, <gasps> firebenders? Yeah. And then Smellerby's like, no, bro, like, calm down, no way. But then we're like, oh my god, they are firebenders, though. What if Jet was just like, it couldn't be, nah. But the end. What? You know, like. <laughs> Alright. feels silly. I feel like we just said so many small things and no big things. And I don't think the small things added up to big things. Yeah, I I mean, when I got your text where you were like, no words, like thought and head empty, like I I forgot what yeah. you said, but I was like, no thought, yeah. head empty. Me too, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, shall we rank? Uh, sure. Avatar I would say day. Avatar Day gets three pieces of unfried dough out of five. Uh, oh, I forgot we were on a five point scale. I was ready to be like six out of ten. <laughs> like, what the? <laughs> Weren't you the one who came up with the scale? Um, probably yeah. Um, for the drill, mm, like three point three boulders out of five. All right. 
Yeah, I, I think mine is pretty similar. I'll probably go like three, three point one also. Um Ang Ang's burned eyeballs out of five. <laughs> <laughs> or bubble pipes. Mm-hmm. Um and then for the drill, yeah, like three point four poofy dust clouds out of five. Yeah. I mean Actually, maybe I'll go a little higher because I, I did have some in, actively enjoyable moments. Maybe I'll go like 3.7, 3.6. Okay. Final answer. Okay. I agree. I agree. Um. So next week, I'm so excited. This is so stupid. So we're, <laughs> our number two episode is Cave of Two Lovers. Yay! And our best episode of... um. Book two is Crossroads of Destiny. Of course. Yay. Wait, but I'm confused because you know how for um, book one, we watched part one and part two? Mm-hmm. For book two, I only put Crossroads. So I don't know if we're watching. One. Isn't it part one and part two? You know, that would make sense since it's the yeah. season finale. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought there was only one. I'm pretty sure... Wait, I'm going to go look it up. Okay, so on Netflix... This is so stupid. I hate it. It is split up. It's The Guru and then The Crossroads of Destiny. Which... Is this the first time a finale is not like a part one, part two thing? Yeah, I don't know. Usually you would say part one, part two. But... It's just... The Guru, Crossroads of Destiny... Either way, we're going to watch both of those episodes because, I don't know, I feel like I can't even distinguish where the break-off would be, you know? Like, I'm not so interested in watching the guru parts of the guru, you know? Mm-hmm. I just want to see Toph and Vent Metal bending. Okay, so then we can just watch Crossroads. Or, mm. I guess, okay, the way that we can do it is that we'll say that the number one is Crossroads of Destiny, but I'm still going to watch it all together just because I remember when we were watching Avatar Roku, like, that's a part one, part two situation. And I was like, what what happened? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to watch both of them. Sounds good. And then that will be the end of book two. Wow. Patch, 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 patch. Yeah. So I guess that's it. See you next time. Bye.